guess we should start. We're recording this on a Monday. Do you miss these? Do you miss Mondays? Um, you, you waited for Love and Hip Hop to come back? You know they're doing a, they have I'm a South. They got a South Africa one. Oh, that's so nice for them. I don't know what channel would come on, but I saw the cast and I was like, all right, it looks interesting. And then Monice addressed um, the fake pregnancy, but didn't really say she was pregnant or not. Just talked about all the criticism she got for it. Because you're faking the pregnancy? Listen, if you don't give people anything, they can't comment on anything. She didn't have to go tell anybody she was pregnant or what. Um, So we're recording this on a Monday because we were supposed to record Thursday. You were swamped. Quick, before you say that, you, I don't know if you saw because you was just talking about love and hip-hop. But the shade room had the debate on whose triangle had you in a bigger chokehold. Like, which one, which storyline did you prefer? Okay. The Amina Tara Peter versus the Mimi Stevie Jocelyn. Listen, I think <laughs> Mimi Stevie Jocelyn was more entertaining. I think the Peter Amina what's name was, I don't even know. All right, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> because... I think that's the I think the Peter Amina Tower is a better one because when it came to Stevie and Jocelyn and Mimi, Jocelyn was the only one who had all the smoke. Mimi really didn't do anything. He Peter was getting it from both those women and he got both the women pregnant. <laughs> it was just real. Like it's all I got. Like, y'all can't be this dumb for reality TV. So this gotta be real dumb. Like yeah. real life dumb. He showed up, he was married to the girl, then got Tower pregnant later on, then got I mean, Oh my goodness. I feel like Stevie walked so Peter could run. Like <laughs> Stevie came in they, with the foolishness. Peter said, Let me out, let me out trump you real quick. I think both of them got the same amount of kids. About ten or eleven of them. <laughs> so what what's what say you? Which one was your was your favorite? You really thinking about I'm it? probably gonna go <laughs> I'm probably gonna go with Tara and Amina and Peter. And because like Jocelyn and Mimi, you know, that shit was just funny. Like it was just like this is crazy. This is that scene not scripted but scripted. Yeah. Right? This Tita, the, the 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 Amina, Tara, Peter, Pat, the Pat relationship. It's like, where? What more can we go? Like, what else can we do? This man really got to be the. He made his wife the sad chick. Tara was okay with all of this the whole time. Lowest the keys. Yeah. He moved them in the same apartment complex. And he had ashy feet. <laughs> right you really... And then it had a lot of sad moments. Like, <clears throat> you really came to Amina after she had an abortion to tell her that Tara had a, is pregnant. Yeah. Peter, a wild boy. Yeah, wow. It looks like I cannot believe this. And that he on and it'd be good too. He hosts it's just he like my man. I've been there before, my man. Every episode. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> Yo, believe me. All right. So we're recording on a Monday because you were swamped at work with at your desk. You couldn't even leave work. That's how swamped you was. Uh, <laughs> Yo. this was other work this wasn't work work this was other work so you know I'm, I, I think I told you I'm putting this showcase together and everything yeah. falls on me so I'm doing like the visuals the audio like I'm doing everything and so I had these interviews lined up for the visual part 
And I'm like, okay, y'all, book like I'm free these times to these times. So if you come in to do these interviews, you got to book yourself between this time. So the girl was like, I'm running late. I'm running late. And I'm like, I told you, I'm done at seven o'clock. Like, yeah. She come at six thirty. Like, I'm gonna be there about seven thirty eight. I gave you from five to seven. This was your block of time. In here, is that and another class we should back. add? We we we've, like, we've is that another class we should add? We talk about this when it comes to school and um, how they don't really teach anything or teach like basic life skills. So time management be a class because it should be. People really don't. Some people just struggle with it. Like they don't give themselves enough time to get out of there. They don't put up enough between things. Like I book something at five thirty, then I got something at six fifteen. I'm like, but it take you an hour to get from point A to point B. I'm gonna make it. I I'll- think people don't consciously think that they think something is going to not take as long. Like it's it's oh I mean that's gonna be quick. I'm gonna just hop and do 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 do. They don't give themselves any wiggle room in case something happens. Yes. All right. So Shorty came and he was like, all right, let's do this Friday. And I threw out four thirty. And I had another interview. <laughs> yeah, I threw out four thirty, and usually because that's what time you get off, and you said you're off too. And I was off, but I already had things planned for Friday, so that's why we couldn't do it earlier. I had a doctor's appointment scheduled, which would have been the second one of the week. I'll get into the first one later on, uh, but that got moved. But I also was going to do. Um, we had to do studio flow. And it was just going to be me and my brother because Sarah had to do work and she's in school and stuff like that. So I had that scheduled for like 2 o'clock. And the reason we couldn't do it because my doctor's appointment was scheduled at uh, like 12. And, it's, and I was going to leave like 11.15, 11.30 to get there. It's about 20 minutes away. And this is a physical. And I know our podcast be low key. And I, I write the things we're going to talk about. But I was like, hey, the last thing I need is for us to record at 10.30 or 11. And then my blood pressure is raised when I go get And I'm like, all right, nah, let me just go in smooth. So that got canceled. And Your hat has so many logos on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that got canceled. Then you hit me up talking about something. Yo, we can't do that blah. So my original plan was we were going to record Thursday. And then this week that we're in now, I work overtime from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I was like, we could just do a quick turnaround on Monday because I had things that happened that we could discuss because I watch a lot of television. I've seen a lot of movies to this weekend. So I was like, oh, even if we come around on Monday and do a quick 30 minute, they'll be fine. That didn't happen. So that's why y'all getting this Monday episode super early in the week. How was your Easter weekend? Let's start there. Um, Easter weekend was okay. Friday, I went to the Jack Daniels event that they host. Um, mm-hmm. It's like... When's the last time you've been to Fridays? This is pertinent. Oh, it's been a while. So, um, Friday's got something going on, or they said something, and I don't think they have a deal with Jack Daniels no more. It's they got rid of Jack Daniels sauce. It's called like whiskey, so they don't have the branding. I was mm, like, that's what they fell off. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> <laughs> they caught a strike. <laughs> I mean, Fridays don't taste as great as it used to, and maybe that's just depending on the Fridays you go to. But crazy, I feel like a lot of chain restaurants don't taste as great as they used to. I don't know if it's because we've gotten older and our palates has gotten better. And so we've tried more different yeah. kind of restaurants. And so therefore it's like blah. But like Fridays was always my go-to regular on a random day where you're like, I want to go out to eat, but I ain't trying to go out to eat and spend that kind of money. Yeah, I pulled them up. They got a whiskey glaze blaze burger. So back to you, Jack Daniels event. What- so it's a Jack Daniels event that's like 
art gallery meets music meets black people. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> black was, people, y'all never to art gallery? Here y'all go. <laughs> In music? I've been to I've been to one before. The last one they had was uh, All-Star Weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And I went to that one. And it was cool. So this one we go and it was pretty cool. But it was like not well I don't want to say put together, but like they're supposed to give you one food voucher and one drink voucher, right? Okay. And, you know, get your free drink, get your free food, anything else extra you pay for. They ran out of like drink vouchers for people prior to everybody even getting there. So you mean they ran out of the paper slip to give people? Okay. Yeah. Because you give people it to sh- to give to the bartender when you collect your drink, yeah, when you yeah, collect yeah. your food. So they ran out of the vouchers or whatever. I feel like they had less art than the last one. I don't remember. It was like something like three years ago. But the art was beautiful, though. The art that was there was amazing, could different. You, could you buy it? Was it for any for sale? Yeah, they had prices there. Okay. They had prices there. Um, I didn't pay attention to that at first. like Because you got to like really walk up on there to see what the price is. And I happened to be like leaning against the wall and I looked down like, oh, it's a price. Like what well, the picture I was looking at was like eleven hundred dollars. Um, and I was like, oh, I hadn't like noticed they were pri- I thought the little tag just had their names on it. Like I didn't realize. But anywho. Yeah. And beautiful art. Um, of course it's Jack Daniels, so all the drinks are Jack Daniels <laughs> with a little twist of something, something. And then it's supposed to be this special musical guest, right? Now, um, when we went to the one in 2020, we knew who the guest was. It was Lil Brother, and I think Hmm. Was it Pop Smoke that opened up for him? Is that his name? Pop Smoke is dead, so it's not Pop Smoke. Yeah, he is dead now. Oh. I was at the time. Oh, <laughs> the other time. Okay, I thought you were talking about now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop Smoke is his name, yes. Okay, I believe that's who opened up in 2020, and then it was Lil Brother. This time, we don't know who the hell this special guest is going to be, right? Shoot. So we kind of like... Was, when in 2020? Because he died in March. He died earlier that year, right before when COVID yes, started. Yes, it was... Dang. It was February. You saw him. Yeah, yeah, you saw him. He was dead like two months later. That's crazy. Yeah, because, it was um, All-Star Weekend. It was literally All-Star That's right, because that would be February by yep. Valentine's Day. All right, go ahead. Yep. So I want to say that was, that was who it was, who opened up or whatever. And so the first one was cool. We had a good time. This one, we don't know who the special guest is. So you kind of like waiting around. Like people like, after you didn't got your food, you drank, you didn't saw the art, everybody kind of moved towards the stage, right? Because we're like, okay, let's get ready for the concert portion of this. Imagine you, doors open at seven. Okay? Okay. So I, I want to say about, oh, and there's no real seats. Like there's a little bit of seats, but that's about it. It's got to be a couple of hundred people in here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so we get over to the stage, and we're like, okay, well, we kind of just rocking out with the DJ. The DJ's plural was trash, okay? Oh. So, and I say trash because the transitions wasn't great, and they wanted us to be East Coast so bad. Like they just, just East Coast hip hop or East Coast R and B as well. Hip hop, oh. no nah, more hip hop, and they just weren't reading the room if i'm being honest and then obviously you had these djs and they were swapping out djs throughout the night apparently and so the djs already got their list so now you're hearing some of the same songs over Mm -hmm. because the other dj didn't already played it and i'm like you need to designate dj like if your dj at seven o'clock come in and he he play old school music he needs to be the old school dj and then 80 you know what i'm saying but then you have i don't know how many times i had to hear wipe me down or (laughs) 
And so we like, so it's, and it's weird because I, as I'm standing, I, I said, as a Chicagoan, are we just tough to please? Or the ZJs just really ain't hitting? Because so many of us was just like, da, 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 da. and then when they start to get everybody hyped, immediately change to something like East Coast again. And we, like, everybody was like, what the All fuck? Right. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. What, what, from your perspective, what was the age range of the event? I would say more up. So maybe like 30 plus. Okay. All right. You it might have had like a 28, 27 year old like sprinkled in there. But I feel like everybody was very like 30, 30 plus. So I'm guessing. But the, not past like 42. I'm guessing the East Coast wasn't Cardi, Doja, Nikki. Not Doja, French Montana, Ice Spice. It wasn't New East Coast. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't right. think I heard any of them, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it was, and then there's something like they, they had played some Jay-Z, and we all love Jay-Z, right? Like, cool. Yeah. But, and then it was just, it was just all over the place. They didn't even transition. It didn't, then they didn't have a hype man. Like, you know, sometimes you would have a DJ that's getting you, y'all ain't ready for this. Put yeah. your hands up. It was nothing. Oh, hold on, wait. It you trying to tell music. me this DJ, see, this is what I love. We went to go see Tidra. I love this DJ. When they know they playing the right song, let me hear you. And he'll bring the volume down and make sure we singing it like, oh, none of that was happening. No. <laughs> it was a little bit of that. Okay. But the DJ wasn't engaging with us. What y'all know about this and how many of y'all remember this yeah. one? Like, <laughs> and then oh, they'll man. say something like that and then there'll be some old underground hip hop ass song that don't nobody care about. Like When the Easter's in the house, oh my God, danger. You're like, really? This one, we doing this one? Okay, all right. And then, or they'll play some songs longer than you need to hear it. Or oh, so, yeah. then it's, so then that was like the nine o'clock DJ. So we thinking 10 o'clock, the concert gonna start. Yeah. 10 o'clock came, it's another DJ. What are we doing here? <laughs> so then this DJ had a little bit better because, you know, Chicago, very house city. Okay. So they started playing a little house music, getting the step of set. It was giving backyard barbecue. People were starting to grab their partners and dance and be cool. And then they switched to like back that ass up or something. And okay. Yeah. Right. So you like, okay, you know, I can deal back to that. You know, all of us, we getting ready for that beat to drop, taking over for the nine nine and two thousand. And it, instead of giving us that moment that everybody has to back that ass up, yeah. it was like taking over for the nine nine and two thousand. And then it was like a smash, like a smash up. Like he, I don't. It was. I was talking about everybody in there was like, what is happening in here? I'm, rub, I'm rubbing my face. I can't believe he'll do that. But all right, all right. <laughs> so okay, finally. So at this point, people are getting ready to leave. The, the event is supposed to be from 7 p.m. to midnight. It is 10 o'clock, and the special guest has not came out yet. So everybody's kind of like, see, this is why y'all need a Karen. See, Somebody need to be like, I need to speak to Mr. Daniels. Mr. Jack Daniels needs <laughs> to come out here right now and tell us who is performing tonight. <laughs> So people starting to leave or, you know, slowly people feet hurt. You know, we've been standing this entire event like you're over it. And so finally it gets to 11 o'clock. Chance the rapper come out. I would have took chance. I would have took chance. Do you know who the special? You would never guess. Like literally there's Uh, nothing. Can I get a genre and an error? (laughs) Can I get to guess? Hold on. Yeah, let me let me get an error. Okay, me, let, let me see. tell me when this person was out. <clears throat> we can we see y'all play at home too. See if y'all get the, the right answer. Okay, 
this person is an American singer, songwriter, rapper, record producer, and actor. Tyrese came out? Because <laughs> you know how you have black ties. <laughs> I want to Tyrese! Okay. Okay. He is from Atlanta, Georgia. That's not future because that would have been big news if future showed up. Atlanta, Georgia. Black? Was black? Did black come out? Black. He's a black man. <laughs> oh, so it's not, so it's not black. It's not six lakh. Oh. Um, oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Think older. Let's go. When was your era? Okay. Think early 2000s. Bobby I mean, Valentino? He had well, no, Bobby, gigs, Bobby don't, don't wrong, rap. But <laughs> he's known by two names, two stage names. Am I gonna kick myself if I don't remember who this is? Am no, I? Oh. no, you are not. <laughs> I was like, I was like if I... because it's crazy because you know him, like you know him, but this is not who you thought was gonna be there. Okay, listen, I'm, I'm I'm throwing in the towel. You know, when you be like, you got to call, you do the hints, and you losing less money. Give me a name of a song that he did, that that, that he does. Now you don't get. He might not have performed it that night, but I, the, what's you this? on the old school, like in the 2000s or something more current. Either one would. I don't know if that's gonna help me, but go ahead. Fuck you. No, all I can think about is a camp. Fuck you, like the Yo Gotti when he sampled that. Fuck you. Uh... No, who is this man? Crazy. Oh, the song's another song called. I do. I, I don't think I know this man. Who is this? You do, and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Because why was he there? You ready for this answer? Yes, let's go. Fucking CeeLo Brown. Now I don't understand. <laughs> you could yo, you could have told me uh he was a member of Goody Mob and I just all I have is I was gonna say that, but all I, was I like, have that's is gonna easily give it away. And Big Gip. And I would have been after Big Gip would have been the one that showed up. But Big Gip I, I was gonna say that, but I thought that was way too spot on. You was gonna know exactly what that was. CeeLo though. Yeah, the fuck you CeeLo. Then he came out with oh, Wait, what's the song he has with uh Melanie Fiona? That was Melanie the joint. That's yeah. the joint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I heard that song. Okay, let me see. Then he came out with all like B late, like B side song. Like sir, you're supposed to just sing the hits that we know. Yeah, the crazy with Nars <laughs> Barkley. We- yeah. Did he do any any goody mob songs? Did he do I don't who that, who that, not who that because who's that looking at my window, pow? Did he sing that? Because at one point I just blanked out. So we, I would have been point, mad. Like we waited this long for I C-Lo. was mad as hell. He came on stage at like eleven. I think I gave him to eleven oh eight, and then I walked away from the stage. I was like, I'm done. So I went and I sat down with my friends, and we was like, y'all ready to call an Uber? Because now I just felt like I didn't waste it my whole day. Because one of the rumors was that it was going to be Coco Jones because she was in town. She was at the promontory apparently. Okay. So people was like, oh, it might be Coco, and I was like, I like Coco. I wouldn't mind to see her in, in her stage presence. But no, you gave me CeeLo. So anywho, left them, went home. Next day, Saturday, we went to go check out this um, restaurant in Half Park called Daisy's Po' Boy. Okay. Black owned, very good. Food was phenomenal. It was nothing I ate that was bad. They, they were doing a, was it more like a... Creole, like they had shrimp poor boys and stuff like that. Yeah, they had shrimp poor boys, catfish poor boy, alligator. Oh, they alligator was so good. I haven't had alligator oh in a God. minute. It's, but I their Cajun having... fries was amazing. The chicken, the catfish, the drinks, 
hitting. Customer service, amazing. Atmosphere, go. great. It was a real, we had a really, really good time in there. We was probably in there for like two hours, two and a half. Left there, mm-hmm. went back to my girl house to watch Love is Blind. Are you watching Love is Blind by any chance? No. Man, John. If you find some time out of your day to watch Love is Blind, I think that make because we always talk about relationships and stuff on here. I think that make for some good conversation. See, I got I get, people crazy. Yeah, I get 90 day fiance. I get ready to love with Sarah. That's that's the Yo, Netflix how one. Is Sarah don't watch Love is Blind? No. Mm-mm. Y'all wow and she's like, and I, I I'm surprised she don't watch Married at First Sight, but she don't like that either. Hear me out. Okay, I ain't gonna tell you. You ain't even gotta start that season one. Just watch this season. Oh, we right started. Here. We started season one. We didn't like it. We started. I stopped watching it. I, it. It came. It came across too produced for me. I remember season one, and I remember the black girl and the white guy was the first the ones who went. Oh, the one who yeah. made it. Yeah, I remember that with Nick Lachey, right? No. Did you do that one? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. This season right here, <laughs> sir, sir. The amount of gaslighting, the amount of desperation, the amount of I, pick me. The ama- and then they got it. It's like a little twist to it because usually when the people don't work out, they just be off the show. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. allowed people to go back and talk to the person that you originally probably said no to that you wanted to go talk to, and they showing it. And yes. it is nasty. See, listen, they all learned. Things. They all learned from Rendezvous in later seasons of Blind Date. Put chaos together. They knew the two people shouldn't have been together, but they was gonna make good pop up videos. So Blind Date was doing this. All right. This season is a lot. It's 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 a lot. And you like, girl, you gonna lead this good this a good man, Savannah. And you gonna lead this. This man made you compote. Let's see some. This dude woke up, made her breakfast, pancakes, raspberry compote, powdered the sugar on there for her. And this girl was like, she just wants toxic. She wants a toxic man. It is so weird. I wonder. So weird. I don't know. I wonder if they if there's any time that a show could have that not only puts two people together but also has a therapist to dig deep. You get solo therapy to dig deep because what you're explaining to me, I wonder, there's so many people that are comfortable with chaos that they can't they don't sit still when things are good. They are worried like what's going to happen next now, but they love the chaos. So I wonder if that's what she is of like, nah, I don't like this. Things are going too well. I need to be this. She's, she's, she's a weirdo but um so watch that. And then, yes, no, at the Jack Daniel thing, I ended up running into a longtime friend of mine, which is Ray Radio from Hot Styles, the group that made Looking Ass Boy back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I owe you an episode on your podcast. And then I was like, you do. So we recorded a random episode of WCW yesterday and he okay. came. So I have another guest on the show. That's so that cool. was cool. That was my weekend. How was yours? <laughs> Saturday, I hung up. I hung out with the kiddo. I told my niece I was going to take her to the movies to go see Mario. And I said the last time, was it her? I think it might have been her. It might have been my uh, my god kids. That if you want to feel rich, go get you hang out with some kids, bring them to the crib. And they were just like, oh, my God, you got all this cool stuff. That works as well if you want to feel old. I have not felt old. <laughs> but me playing my music for her and she looking at me dancing in the car like, what is this? What 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 are we listening to? Now to give you an insight, my little god, my little niece turned eight uh, at the end of last month. 
Her favorite rapper is Coyle Ray. Who she didn't she loves two Coyle Ray songs, No More Parties and Players. And I blew her mind telling her that's the same girl. She's like, what? Really? And I said, yo, if she's still hot, when you turn 12 or 13, I'll take you to a show. And then she was fascinated with Coyle Ray's father. And I showed her Benzino mm-hmm. and Benzino videos. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who is this? So I have not taken someone to the movies that young. And I, I think I might do the first time. She told me, she warned me ahead of time. She said, can we have popcorn? I said, yes. I'm going to eat your popcorn. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to have your own little small popcorn and your own little drink. So she had her own little popcorn and she had her icy. We sit down and about eight minutes into the movies, I got to go to the bathroom. I said, great. Of course. That's, yeah. That's why this, you go to the bathroom before. <laughs> so we go to the bathroom. We come back. Um, she barely sits still. But you know what? For all the movies I've been to and, I, and with my ex, we went to, she was into animation. So we'll watch a lot of Disney movies and stuff like that. And one time we went to go see Ice Age with a bunch of kids and we were like never again we'll watch this at night if we wanted to watch an ice age or a kid movie this movie theater was really quiet <laughs> for it's like kids and I, there was a bunch of kids in there and it was quiet she enjoyed the movie um and she thought princess peach was so cute and there was a mario kart <laughs> scene in there and i said hey you can come back to the crib i have mario kart you can play she said i'm gonna be princess peach i said there's another girl she's like oh there is. I said, yeah, her name is Daisy. What does Daisy look like? I show her Daisy. She has red hair. Oh, she's cute. I'm being Daisy. So she came over, played <laughs> Mario Kart, and um, unbeknownst to her, she wasn't really good at Mario Kart. She's used to playing Roblox, and she ended up in like, no, she was, I'll take that back. She It was a couple of races. She was like one through three, you know, okay. and the last race, she was 11th. And then I gave her my, my Switch Lite to play because she's like, I'm better with handhelds. And I turned down the difficulty. And she got first place, all races, except for like one. And she was so proud of herself. Yay. Now, here's the thing about my, my, my niece. She has a mouth on her. So we so this, this was our day. We went to the movies. Then we went to Walmart. And I said, you can pick out some toys. What's my budget? I said, $50. She only spent $32. She got a Twister game, Old Maid some handcuffs and um because she wanted to arrest people and uh like this little <laughs> this little ball that uh has lights the lights up in your bedroom and stuff like that and i got her some batteries and so we're in there we're in walmart and just a kid trying to pick out things was a mess but the big highlight was i said we're gonna go to mcdonald's i found out this little girl eats big macs and i'm surprised because she's tiny as hell how the hell is she eating big macs she didn't finish her big mac she wanted a Big Mac. <laughs> she told me, I want large fries. She said, you're not getting large fries. She got a small fry and a milkshake. She didn't finish none of that. She had like two two or three bites. Maybe she did a, a decent job. But I told her the popcorn was going to mess you up. So we come back to the house. We play. You should have just got her a cheeseburger with Mac sauce. I should have. I should have did that because you definitely can customize it in the app. We get back to the crib. She plays some games. Then we, I take her home. And she was playing with Melissa and messing with Sarah. Oh, my goodness. This, this is part one of her mouth. So Sarah comes downstairs and is like, oh, my God, Ellie, you are so cute. Look at your little outfit. Ellie looked at her and said, you sound like Crystal. Crystal is my brother's friend that he talks to. And I was like, see, she see the fakeness in you. She's like, all you little black women sound the same. Like, oh, my God, you're so cute. She's like, you sound, this is the same thing she be telling me. So then I drop her off. <laughs> I drop her off. I go into the house. 
My mom's in the kitchen. My brother, her, her dad is there. And she's showing her grandmother all the toys. And I guess she sees my brother make a face. Now, I've mentioned this before, but I don't mention this a lot. My brother is bi- diagnosed with bipolarism. And right now, he's having a very good episode. He's been doing well since the last time he's gotten out of the mental hospital. My niece guess she saw him make a face and says, don't even make that face because you never took me to the movies. And I'm like, yo, relax, relax, relax. Like, oh, my God. Oh, like, man. I was like, I don't know where this little girl. And this is my, my mom. She let her get away with murder. I'm like, why y'all let this little girl talk like she grown? She is not grown. Uh, Triggering. Yes. But he did thank me for taking her out. And I'm trying to figure out what we're going to go see next. It might be Turtles. It might be Spider, uh, Spider-Man into the spot across the Spider-Verse or whatever. Um, I did play her Young Bucks Get Buck and she asked about the horns and I was telling her like hey if you go to HBCU you're going to hear a lot yeah. of horns go to bands and I probably can get her on that she likes to dance but then I got I to gotta help her like hey if you want to be a major rat depend, I mean you're 8 it's 10 years away I don't know what society's going to look like but you're going to get judged because you are black and Mexican, but you look like a Mexican girl. You do not look like you're black. <laughs> <laughs> and they, whatever school goes to, they're like, they let a Mexican girl be a major. Listen, I'm just. Them the ones, the little, let it be something other than that you go harder for them because one, they go so hard. It's this one girl. Her name is Priscilla. I stumbled across her YouTube page like years ago. Yeah. When I think she was still in high school and she was like practicing her majorette and she would like tape it and post it, right? Mm-hmm. And she would do all these different styles. Like she'd be a Stingette or a J set or whatever she's doing. And I was like, Little Mama is working. Like I saw it, like, okay. And then she started going to camps in the summers and like anytime that she could learn something, she was out there. So finally, I think she went into college 1920 and or 2021, something like that. And uh, I was so when they had neck, she made it. She went to Jackson State, so she is currently a Chase set. And I don't know this girl from shit. Like I don't know <laughs> her, right? I just know her YouTube, from her YouTube and her Instagram. And I was like invested in her growth because I like watched her in high school. Yeah, practice, yeah, yeah. Practice, practice. So when they had dropped it, that she made the J sets, I'm like, let's go, Priscilla. <laughs> like, you would have thought I knew this girl, but I'm like, I feel like it's a little bit harder. Because you're not black, right? Yeah. And I don't even think it's a judgment thing. It's just be like, if you're going to kill it, you got to kill yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. she she kills it. Mama is amazing. So, so it's possible. But I would just say put her in dance classes in general. Yeah, she needs to be because she loved to do her little dances on TikTok. Um, the Mario she movie was good. Foundation of dance, and then there's a lot of studios now that's opening up to have a majorette class so she can learn still the jazz, the ballet, and still learn majorette. Yeah. The Mario movie, I, I liked it. It really played on my uh, pulled on my nostalgic strings. Um, it's a kids movie, guys. Don't expect much, but it's only like a hundred minutes. I know it was like an hour and thirty two, so ninety minutes, something like that. Um, this was her first time seeing post credit. I asked her like, "Do you want to stay for the post credit? What's that? There's gonna be more <laughs> movie after the credits." So <laughs> there was two, two. So there was what are one, they Marvel? <laughs> I know. So there was one, and I was like, "You still want to stay?" She's like, "Yeah." And then the other one, spoiler alert, is like Yoshi's egg is about to crack. Then she got mad. Like, how come I didn't get to see Yoshi? <laughs> like, she just gets to hear it. I'm like, yo, we got to go see Mario too. Uh, and then Sunday, me and Sarah went to the movies to go see Air. And again, the, 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 the fuck my, is Air? Oh, the, the Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan movie. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to put all this out here. How guys. was that? It was good. 
it was really good. It's the talkie. I do want to see that. I keep forgetting the name of it. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I, I own a few pairs of Jordans. I grew up a Bulls fan, so yeah, it might be some buys. But it was an, it's good because you know how the outcome is, but just everything that goes into trying to land this athlete, and it changes the course of Nike. I was in there watching this like, yo, where's the Nike documentary at? Like, there needs to be a Nike doc. It was one of the few, because he had to go, Converse was as well, but Nike owns Converse now. He had to um, visit with Adidas, Converse, and Nike. And Mike's first choice was Adidas. They had to fly to Germany, y'all, to meet with Adidas. Because at this time, there was not an Adidas America, which blew my mind because you wanted to be in the basketball game. And Europe wasn't doing basketball like that. So how was you going to get these players? They got to fly to Germany. Uh, Viola Davis was a beast as uh, Dolores Jordan. Uh, Matt Damon was good. He had to put on somebody. What do you think? What, what would you enjoy? I'm not even going to hold you. Well, I, this is a question. Good question. What would you enjoy more? Putting on weight for a role or getting in shape for a role? Because I think even he had to say, and um, also I forgot the dude's name. I think Rob something. He's on Always Sunny and he's also on Mythic Quest. But he had to gain weight. And they and you think like, oh, well, I'm just going to eat a bunch of burger and fries. But I think uh, Matt said I had to drink ice cream. Like you let ice cream melt and then drink that shit so you can gain this weight, like 20 to 30 pounds. Like, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't even like melted no. ice cream. <laughs> no. I'd, rather, I'd rather a trainer yell at me and like get in shape. Like, yeah. 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 I know I'm it's going to suck, but I'm like, fam, you telling me I got to keep eating? I got to stretch my stomach? And you got to do it within a amount of time. But yeah, good movie. Uh, Matt Damon was good. Ben Affleck. I already said Viola Davis was a standout. Chris Tucker, y'all barely get to see him. He was good in this movie. Marlon Wayans in the, in the small role he had. And then just, uh, there's one, the, the guy who Marlon made, Wayans, no, he be finding something to play in. Yes, he does. <laughs> like, no, that's no shade. But you like, that was not a movie I thought you would have said Marlon Wayans was in. Yes, he, he plays... Uh, like the the bas the college not college, the Olympic coach I think that's what it was. There was there, but there was a sadness in it because I know a little bit about shoes, and so we get introduced to Peter B. Moore, who designed the Jordan One silhouette, and I'm wearing Jordan Ones right now. Uh, and I lean over to Sarah. I said, now he did the Jordan Ones, he did the dunks too, because they have a similar silhouette. So I'm starting looking him up, and uh. He was with Nike until like 87. Then he went to Adidas and he was working. And he, he's the one who established Adidas America. And uh, what what you call it? He was there for like 2013 uh, and all this. And I, and I saw that he died last year. And oh. then when you get to the end of the movie, it says he died a month before production. He was 78. He didn't get to see this movie. I'm like, man, oh. the way they portrayed him, he's he's he's, he's so interested. Him and um, Tinker Hatfield, Hat, I can't remember that. The dude who like the Jordans y'all love. From like three, four, six, seven. he was the one who was doing those. He's not in the movie, obviously, because he comes later on or whatever. But I was like, I... like they made you oh, so yeah. interesting. <laughs> like he was skateboarding to work. It's a funny one of the funniest part. They was like, what is going on? And I think Matt Damon or Jason Bateman, he was good too. Said he's having a midlife crisis. Or no, maybe he's having a midlife crisis. And then when they go to him to design this shoe, and I love this part of the movie when it was like, yo put more red in the shoe so the chicago ones which are red and white and they were like yo we're gonna pay the five thousand dollar fine that's gonna be um more advertisement for us uh when they ask him like why are you skateboarding to work 
cut them having the midlife crisis. Like he said, he has this list or whatever. So he admitted he was having a midlife crisis. I was like, damn it. I hope that because Nike is doing a documentary with Netflix. I hope they talk to him before he passed gotta away. Like he, he got to be part yeah. of that because he's the one who create, basically saves the basketball division. Two other movies I saw that I haven't talked about. Saw them a couple of weeks ago. I've seen Cocaine Bear and I've seen Megan. It was a double feature for me. One was each other. Those movies are hilarious. They are comedy horrors and they are funny as hell. I was just laughing at how stupid the movie is. And I can see why people love Megan. I get, I get it. But it's basically Chucky for the 21st century. Cocaine Bear is just ridiculous. It's more outlandish. And they, they, they just took, I forgot when it happened, but in real life, some cocaine did fall from a plane and a bear got into it. The bear just overdosed. It just died. It did not go on this killing rampage. It become this coke out head, <laughs> this coke head. But uh, I meant to see, I meant to see searching and missing. I haven't got to those, but I did finish warm. Because again, guys, I was prepared for a Monday episode where I was going to just do in depth of all these shows. Swarm, somebody described it, and I kind of agree with them, as an Atlanta episode stretched over six episodes. And okay, when Atlanta is silly and weird, and I think Child Donna Glover said this takes place in Atlanta universe. It was, it was supposed to be a dark comedy. I didn't laugh that much, if at all. I think the the um, guest stars did good. It was Billie Eilish in it. Uh, Michael Jackson's daughter Paris was in it. Chloe did fine in her episodes. Who else? Leon is in it. Uh, he does. He did a good job. And who else? Kiersey Clemens, who was in Dope. She's been in some other movies. But that whole, you could tell it was Beyonce. And <laughs> they were doing that. too much. Like there was a, a scene where Nigel gets bit and somebody's like, yo, I heard the girl from Love and Basketball did it. I said, wait, what are we doing here? But if you got, I guess if you want to waste some time, <laughs> you can, seven episodes goes by pretty quickly. But I will say Dominique, what's her name? Fishback? She was she was the beast. She was the best part of the show. As um what is that? Yeah, it is Fishback. That's so strange last name. Uh, I don't know if she's been in anything else. <clears throat> you know what's weird though? I think she's 30 something. And if you would have told me that girl was 19, I'd have believed it. <laughs> that makes it sense says, yeah because i think they said she graduated she's first interesting at 10 yeah she graduated from pace university at 2013 so she was 22 10 years ago she's like 32 years old and looked like a child uh anything else before we get into some of the stuff we were going to talk about are you excited for versus rematch we'll get you let's get that <clears throat> that's my first hearing about it so jim jones <laughs> wants to do a rematch and Jada Kiss has accepted said rematch. So I, I don't know if we're ever going to get a dip set versus the locks again, but both of them are, are up for it. So I don't I don't know how how well a rematch can do. Like I think the dip set left a lot of songs on the table, but I don't know how much the locks left on the table. I don't know why we need to have a, a rematch. I don't either. Take it on the chin. <laughs> Uh, what about this TLC documentary? 
Forever Lifetime. Forever. It's called TLC Forever. It's going to be on Lifetime June 3rd. Can you see the show for this? No. Looks interesting. Looks interesting. They got a lot to talk, but they got to really give us more because we all know Left Eye Died. I saw that documentary. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We know y'all went broke. You guys Mm -hmm. actually had a decent movie. And I wasn't trying to be mean. I was going to be like, what else do I need to know? Yeah, you guys had it. Some people, they just run into the ground. Like, no shade, but like, why is there more and more like Tupac stuff? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a Hulu one coming. That's right. I'm just not Tupac sure and how much more yeah, that because y'all can tell me. TLC actually had a decent TV movie for VH1. What I, I did enjoy was the Wu-Tang saga series thing. Oh, yeah. They finished up season, Hulu. season three. They just that wrapped was good. that up. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it. One, maybe because I don't know a lot about Wu Tang, so I was like, "Oh, okay." You I know, like Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with, though. Exactly. And Wu Tang's for the kids. Uh, <laughs> yes, according to ODB. Um, but I think the, I think it was casted well uh, to me. I mean, like I said, I don't know Wu Tang like that. I like how they used their albums for this last season. They used certain people' albums and made an episode out of them, mm-hmm. and like in this fantasy kind of world so i thought that was different um i just i liked it it was a really good show to me i would like to see other things like that yeah i did write down trailers and i was trying to remember what trailers dropped i know the tlc one i watched i watched across the spider-verse and i watched the secret invasion with samuel jackson speaking of which i just watched far from home Last night, I never saw that that Spider Man movie. It was pretty good, pretty really? good. Yeah, the one where uh, Mysterio was tricking people. I came in um like twenty minutes in. Th- I was wondering what was his long game. Yeah, he saves London, but you're not really a superhero. So what were, I, what was you gonna do when real trouble comes? Let the Avengers handle it? I'm confused. Um. So I got some questions before we get into our show. All right. If you had, and I found these, these are some icebreakers. This is two I picked out of a long list. If you had to delete all but three apps from your phone, which ones would you keep? Now, before you answer, phone and messaging and web are not going to be touched in there. So you don't be like, that's on the phone. We talking about apps you've added to the phone. What would you keep? Three apps that I would keep. YouTube. I'm with you. Um, Three apps I would keep. I feel like I need to look at my phone. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's not added, though. That's already on the phone. Apple Music. Is that added already on there? It's already on there. So, yes. Yeah, okay. account. Um, ooh. Instacart. See, I'm you. I'm YouTube and Apollo, which is like a Reddit client. <clears throat> it would have been Tweetbot, but Twitter stopped third-party clients. So now I got to figure out what's my third app that I would. Because um, I don't use. I don't think I use that many apps on a daily basis. Maybe like a Bank habit. Of America. Yeah, I mean, well, I was. I don't. I could always use the web to get all my big. It's really convenient. It's more convenient. But if I had to, have to think about it. Uh, I'm like looking at it like 
No, I don't read. I was going to say, do I need my Kindle app or something like that on there? But I was like, oh, I don't read. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I will, I will keep my library app, my Libby. Yep. So that would be it. It will be YouTube, Apollo, which is a Reddit app, and uh, Libby, which is my library app. Because I, I do check out books. And then uh, what's the other? Audio books. A lot of audio books. And then the other question is teleportation or flying. If you could pick those are two powers you get to pick. Teleportation. I think so too, even though I know I'm missing out on flying. As far as like if I could fly, I could see a lot, the world, the blah blah. And teleportation, you might teleport into some like, oh, I want to go, you know, bumping into people. But I think flying would I would get tired. Birds get tired. That's why they I be walking feel like all the time. it seemed like extra work yeah. and I could just teleport there. Yeah. <laughs> That would save you so much time. You got to go to go Man, somewhere. Man, you were like, if, oh. I, if you tell me all I have to do is think about where I want it to be. And like, mm, I am going to, boop, let's go. Oh, did you want to um give us your uh, thoughts on the SWV Escape show? <laughs> now, it's over, right? Or is it, or is it, got it one is more? over. Nope, it is over. Yesterday was the last episode. I love these tweets. I saw this tweet that said that as they, said, they were talking about both the way they dress. And it said, SWV dressed like they finna go for a jog. And Escape looked like they squeezed themselves in them dresses like they finna do oohs and ahs for Jimmy Early. And I was just laughing because I, I watched a little bit of Sincero be watching that sometimes. And I'm like, they do be tight in these. Why are they squeezed? The bosoms is busting out. And yeah, they be a little too much to me sometimes. Uh, but, and they usually look so gaudy. And that's probably because they stuff is made by like some like a stripper place or something okay uh, yeah, that was an episode but mm. what are my thoughts on this show that I'm gonna stand 10 toes down and behind candy uh, okay <laughs> I think that a lot of stuff could have been avoided between SWV and Escape mm -hmm. if people was taking a business approach and not a personal approach. I feel like they these two groups have a little bit of a riff now because where Escape was probably coming from like business-wise, like, hey, we, we're talking business, we're talking money, we're talking this, and SWV feeling as if it was a personal attack on them and I don't think it really was. Yeah. Um, Taj, they asked her if she regret. So first they asked her, um, when asked if they're still cool with the ladies of Escape, Tamara said, we're okay. In an unsure tone. And they asked her, do she regret it? She says a little, I do have a little regret. I knew it. I knew going in, it was going to be a little stressful, but I wanted it to be fun. I wanted us to go back to the nineties and we'll live our youth and have so much fun. It wasn't anything that I thought it was going to be, so I kind of regret that part. I feel like now we'll probably never be able to have that again. And Coco said, too much has been said, too much disrespect. It's been really crazy, and I was not expecting it like that at all. I thought it would be really cool. And I think what ends up happening is, what you when you were talking about business, is they don't, they don't, I mean, they've done a reality TV show before, but we know Candy's from Real Housewives, so she's gonna they're gonna turn up a little bit to like, yo, yeah, we're gonna say things in our talking heads, but we we love y'all. We have y'all not seen the reunions? We all hug it out and we come back for next season. But I don't even think that's what it was. 
it's more because of the stuff that they were saying take away from the confessional mm-hmm. they were saying this in, to each other right yeah, yeah, yeah so i just think that people was missing a point i just so i think the biggest thing was escape not having a manager at the time Okay. So Escape is handling the business point part of it with Candy being more of a business boss woman than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. She kind of took the lead on that. Whereas, and then she would bring this to X, I mean, SWV, whereas WV had an agent. So I think if some of the business stuff or manager or whatever, if more of the business was taken uh, with the managers, yeah. then it wouldn't have been so much of a rift between the artists. But because somebody had to be like, we don't have a manager, so I'm going to ask these tough questions. You took it personal. Me saying, hey, the last seven tours we've been on, we've been a headliner. We want to continue being a headliner. That's not an attack at SWV. That's me saying we've been headlining seven tours. I want to continue to be a headliner. You making it seem like I'm downplaying you because I asked to be a headliner. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, but the way I wonder how SWV sees themselves. Like if if somebody went up to Jay, if you know Fabulous went up to Jay Z, said I've been a headliner, I want to continue to be a headliner. Jay Z said, "I don't give a fuck. I don't. You might tour more than me, but you ain't finna close this show. I'm closing the show because I'm Jay Z. I wonder if they're like, no, we're closing the show because we're SWV. Um, but here's what I want to get to. I want to ask you this: understanding versus weak. Which which should which should have ended this show? Okay, because <laughs> I seen I seen Twitter. I hopped on. They was like, "Weeks sound way better coming out there." Understanding, like, understanding that week. So, where do you fall on this? So, before I saw the performance, I was like, "Week, week is the bigger song." Okay, but performance wise, I think Escape was the better song to end. Okay, I'm gonna have to see this. I got it it's on, because yes, I felt I like Peacock. so. Like one thing. So a week, at least the clip that we saw, and I ain't saying they showed us the whole song, but it's them three on stage and then they singing it. And yeah, it's, you know, Coco doing like they do it how they always do it. And she let the audience sing, boom, boom, boom. But it was the performance factor of Escape to me. And like that just took the song, they took understanding up. They was singing, they was running, they was harmonized. They had like, it was just, it was just, it was in there. And I was like, okay, okay, showmanship. But I also felt that same kind of way on Versus. Because it's really yeah, yeah, the same yeah. thing that they did. Mm-hmm. They both got amazing hits. SWV performs and sounds great, but I just feel like Escape take the performance factor up a wee bit more. Yeah. So Jodeci is going on a summer block party tour with SWV and Drew Hill. So we're going to get the real Jodeci, but we're already not getting the real Drew Hill. Because it's like all sorts of new dudes in that it's group. It's like 17 of them. Shit. Yeah. Uh, you going to go to this? My friend hit me up today talking about we should go. And I was like, too bad Escape ain't going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Because I would have... So what's going on with... Like I would have rather seen... It's Tamika and Latasha. That's the ones who... The 30,000 and Latasha Ooh, made this... Out. That's a mess. That is so yeah, she, messy. Yeah, she was crying. I saw a little clip and I was trying to piece it together. I'm like, what is going on here? And she was like, oh, it's I didn't know about the 30,000 until y'all found out and... I just feel no more. Tasha should stop doing interviews because she'd be lying. <laughs> yeah, she just had to backtrack recently about her husband having an open marriage. And then she's like, How no, you we confused? Don't... We got an open marriage. We got open communication. That don't even make the sense. Speaking lady. of which, I didn't write this down because I just watched this the other day. I watched the Monique's. It should have been billed as a one woman show. She gave us all of her growing up in her history. And I, I had my doubts about this. 
when I saw the headlines, funny. no, when I saw the headlines, she asked, was it funny? I said, no, um, about her coming out of the closet. And I said, wait a second. Why is this getting, why are y'all running with this? Was it good? Was it funny? Was it, it's moving. It's touching of her telling her life story, but man, I was really hoping for her to make me laugh. There was moments that here's, here's the thing too. There were, I think there, to me, the part that had really big joke potential, I don't think she stuck the landing, was her talking about sucking dick. And I was, it gave me, um, not some more, Adele. Adele was a little, a little, a little nasty, a little quote unquote nasty, not nasty, like disgusting, but freaky comedian talk about stuff like that. Um, the, but the end of it, of her going to jail and then her punchline for that, I'm like, Ah, a lot of this was good, but her story about her growing up and not wanting to tell her grandmother how she had feelings towards women—it is a little bit of nothing too, because it's she's a touch me not, not touch me not. You know, you know how this is coming full circle. So remember how we was watching Love and Hip Hop, and Mimi had a girlfriend. I can't remember that girl's name, but the girlfriend was a touch me not, where uh, she didn't want anything done to her. I don't know what the term is because I'm not in that community for what is it called if a woman wants to get ahead from a woman, but she ain't finna eat you out. Because that's what she said. She's like, I ain't doing that shit. I, so I'm like, princess. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And everybody wasn't running away. But, yo, she talked about her uncle, Uncle Tina. That's what it was. Yeah. And how her, uh, how her grandmother treated her. Uncle girl. Tina. Yes. She said her aunt lived her life as a man. So she called her Uncle Tina and her grandmother loved her privately. And that's why she couldn't be open and honest with her grandmother because she didn't want to be loved that way. But I keep forgetting that she called her her, her husband, daddy. <laughs> and, um, and she confessed that she wanted to be with women. And it, oh, the, this part kind of seemed like the origin story of the open marriage. He was like, Oh, so do I. Let's go get a bitch and fuck her together. And I was like, so this is how y'all opened it up. But she said they don't do open marriage no more either. So let's get into Bel Air. Now we are two episodes behind the talking. Okay. I'm about to say, where am I on Bel Air? What's the last episode I saw? So the episode we didn't get to talk about was the family reunion. Did you see the family reunion episode? I did see the family reunion. Bill Bellamy is 57 years old, (laughs) y'all. And Sarah's like, he play old. But I was like, you know, he could have been 47. I would have believed that. As yeah. a brother, thought that was a good episode. I really want to see Aunt Viv's family. It was such a throwaway episode to me. Like, why did I need this episode? Yeah, it it was filler as far as the main story did not get progressed. Uh, oh no, sorry, there was one thing, Lamarcus at this, so that mm-hmm. got pushed forward. Mm-hmm. So Lamarcus being there and uh, Aunt Viv bonded with her mother in law and the brothers. That episode had some good conversations though. It was, the episode between Phil and his brother was good. The episode, I mean, the conversation between conversation. Jeffrey, Carlton and the- yeah, Carlton and his cousin, and Jeffrey and uh, Will, like Will yeah. looked at him as a father figure, like, "Yo, you need to go see your son." So then we get this episode. Frederick, now they get listen. They already signed up for three. Okay, I didn't seasons. see this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what was this episode? Yeah, um, a lot what happens in this. It? This, so this episode is Frederick comes to meet with um, Jeffrey and 
it gets a little sour because he's like, look, I don't know you, but you've been a family. You know, you've been a father figure to these people. They treat you like family, but you was never there for me. So when he was leaving, because he cut the trip short, he's like, fam, let's just keep it at this. Phil told him like, hey, you know, you grew up in a two apartment flat. How do you think you was able to go to private school? How do you think the gangs left you alone? How do you think you was able to do, you know, go to college and all this? He's like, your father took care of you, you know, 2,000, 3,000 miles away. So he stayed and they're working on a relationship. I don't know if he's going to be here in the next episode. Will. Okay. Will is going to, he decided to stay in this BS, the founders little thing, right? Mm-hmm. He come. he comes late. He's unprepared because he's focused, he's trying to do basketball on both things. And he makes this good speech, but then he gets hit with a hard question and he doesn't know the answer. So Carlton steps in because he's running for this. I'm going to show you I could be a leader. In the middle of him stepping in and showing up that he could be a leader, guess what? The video dropped of first episode where he let the Connor say the N-word. And I was like, great use of this because I forgot all about this. Now the whole school knows. So, of course, that brings up his anxiety. Who dropped this? He thinks it's Will. And I was like, how would you ever believe it was Will? It was actually Drew, the one who's been trying to get back with Lisa. And he's like, and Will figures it out. And he's like, well, try to prove it. And he actually apologized to Lisa and they went out on a little lunch date. Uh, What else? Will. Drew. Yeah. Drew and Lisa went on lunch date, Mm. whatever. Will with the basketball situation. Um, tells the guys like the two dudes have been picking on him like yo i've been hustling hard blah, blah. they see his new lexus and they're like oh man let's go to this party you gonna drive us and i thought they finna rob this dude but no <laughs> they actually took him to the party one of the guys names was brian who i guess he's gonna be the um malibu tech stand in because he says yo i gotta get to ucla and take care of my family and will's looking at him different or whatever but they switched things around so remember in was it season three season four when will goes to college and he has to a drink off with jackie's boyfriend and gets super drunk and have no this episode jackie is shit face drunk and um she's like oh you don't want to be with me fuck you then boy blah blah and then she almost gets in a fight and the two his two teammates on the aau team were like yeah you gonna have to take care of her and drop her off she lives with doc so he's like fuck so he drops her off Cause she's, cause Jackie's like, you don't know nothing about me. He drops her off. Doc said, yo, ha- hang out right here. So he has to stay. Doc tells him, thank, he thanks him for bringing Jackie home safe and sound. Jackie's had a rough life. His sister, Jackie's mother got pregnant really young. He's been taking care of her ever since. And she got some demons that you don't know about. Blah, blah. Then he was like, uh, your uncle, he helped you out of a gym, right? He's like, he pauses. He says, oh, you don't want to tell me. It's cool. Oh, no, I trust you. So then it go. That's where that lens off at. Hillary, before that, Will played a parent trap on Hillary and what's her dude name? Jazz to get them to go to like, oh, no, he says he want this. And she says he want this. They go on this date. Jazz takes her to this expensive restaurant. They are eating good. Shrimp, lobster, you name it. They got it. But his credit card gets declined. He says, run it again. No, do you have another car? No, I know there's money on there. Run it again. Hillary steps up, gives her the you know, the the server the platinum card. Jazz is offended. They get home. They argue. Yo, if I was Lamarcus, you would you would have gave me the benefit of the doubt. Blah blah. They end up breaking up. So now we got two breakups in this one season uh, that we're going to be dealing with. 
anything else. We learned that Aunt Viv is the painter behind the anonymous painting. And this uh, Hillary tells her, you need to get your story out. So she started doing like IG stories. Uh, anything else? Da, 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 da. That might be the big the big points from Mrs. Tala. Not the for Ashley, huh? No, she wouldn't even in this she episode. She really just be there. Yeah, I'm say she really <laughs> just be there. Snowfall, though. We'll wrap up with this. This was called The Ballad of the Bear. Were you nervous for also in this episode? <laughs> We we start off with the repast and he got this he got the passports and the money. I like that entry, the way the camera worked when they was going through the repast through the um house. Yes. And we saw Scully yeah. forgive Leon. Yeah. He's like, yo, man, you gotta it's okay. You gotta be able to work through it. Uh and then we also had at that repast we had Louie and Franklin, I guess, talk. <laughs> she was just like, You wanna talk? Maybe we could she talk was about like, it. what? Liz, yeah. <clears throat> But here was the plan. They were going to trick Teddy into thinking that Louis is giving Franklin to him. Offer Gustavo to arrive. I should just stick with Oso. And help take down Teddy. But Teddy makes some requests. Like, yo, drop him off alone, blah, blah. And I get it. They follow through. But I was so shocked that Franklin was just tied up tight. Like, I was like, there was yeah. no, <laughs> no way for him to get out. I was out. like, he can really die. <laughs> yes. He could really die. So while they drop him off, the DEA are nervous about Oso. He's not asking the right questions. He's too calm. They, um, he makes the call. He made two calls. He sent the page to Franklin, and then he uh, paged Teddy, and then he, that's the one he actually was talking to, but they didn't believe him. And this is what bothered me. I'm like, if y'all don't believe me, take me to the spot. Like, what are you talking about? But, but also, how does time work in this universe? It was high noon when they snatched him up. It was nighttime when Ruben came to save the day. What is going cool? How long were y'all driving? Where were y'all driving yeah. to? Yeah. So Ruben saves the day and told him, like, you got to finish your mission. Also get in there, uh, grabs, the, uh, grabs the gun, and then beats up Ruben and kills him. I was shocked, but I get it. Because he's like, yo, I, I had the KGB in the DEA. You helped me with the DEA? Cool. Now I can really get out of here and get out of <laughs> here with my family. Yeah. This is what bothers me, though. When they was fighting, you tussling. Never, you nervous with Franklin? You, next to Franklin. I was like, look what you're doing! <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hang him! First of all, he, he held out for a long time. Yes, he did. I was like, I don't know what the average uh, hanging is like, but baby, I felt like you lasted a long yeah. time. Um, it I, was Teddy being like, you turned on me? Like, Teddy, I'm like you don't know the relationship between old uh, Gustavo and Franklin. Yeah, them, them, they fuck with each other the long way. Yes. So Franklin got he got greedy. Yeah, there like you did. I'm gonna torture you again. What bothers me is even Franklin says, "Yo, man, if this is about your father, if they really try to tell us that Alton is alive, I'm gonna be so pissed." I'm like, fam, why is nobody bringing up the fact that Teddy has killed your dad and and yes. everything is good? We even oh. One thing I forgot to write in here, but we'll bring this up. Do you think Teddy gave Parissa the money? He because he says at one point I can't even give it back. He proposes to her. Like, what? Why can't he give it back? I don't think he's. I think the old dude is gonna take him out. Uh, his little partner, because they was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. you got some cracks." Like, I I think the government gonna take him out if they if he don't get killed. If he don't get killed next episode, I'm gonna be really like, "What are y'all doing?" <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, For real. Oh man! Anything else you think we think we're good with Louis and, and Franklin? Are they? Are they? Are they even? Are they? Are they still at odds? I don't know. I feel like they're just gonna go their separate ways. 
They should. They should. All right. That is it. No, this is the episode for the week. Sorry about last week. It was him having that flashback of Melody for a second. Yes, it was. He was. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, Veronique had a miscarriage? Or is she going into labor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Louis had to beat him up real quick (laughs) to make it look real. I miss Melody. Do you think you think that was his one? Like, oh, how would how could he have made that? I think we because I don't know if we were covering. It. I think I maybe I was born. I was catching up. I never understood. Once Andre said he was taking Melody to Texas, he didn't pay somebody to take him out of Texas, so it doesn't get traced back to him. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that at all. And I felt like you could have rode off into the sunset. That'd have been nasty to find out somebody killed your your family member. And then, y'all, you've been laid up with this person? All right, that is it. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. At Sexy Shell, you can follow me on Instagram and the Snappity Chat at IMIS with the Z Shell. Yo, what would happen if one of those listeners disappear? If one, or you stop using them? How would your outro change? You'd be like, follow me on IG? Like you're trying to hit the same amount of stuff? I literally only use IG though. Like I don't really tweet for real. And I pop on Snapchat every so often. Like, and I have nothing to say. I'd be like, hi, y'all. <laughs> the Verge, it's been a while since I've been on here. The Verge did a color test. Like how well you know the colors of your apps. I passed all of them except for Snapchat, which I don't use, so I didn't know the yellow red rail. Reddit, which I use Apollo, so I don't know the red that well. And I forgot what the other one was. So I think it's nine of them. I was so proud that I got the Facebook blue correct, um, the Twitter blue correct, the Netflix red correct. I was like, look at me learning how to do these. Uh, Interesting. I, I, I think I would fail. <laughs> the Verge app color. Let me see what what the other... Okay, you use these apps all the time, but do you know their colors? Verge app colors. Color quiz. Hold on. Let me see. Let me copy. I'll send it to you. Now I'm intrigued. I'll send it to you. What's the what's that over here? So Twitter, Netflix, Snapchat, Lyft. What I didn't you know. Telling me? Lyft was the one I didn't know. No, no, the color, the apps. I'm telling you the apps they used. This is just main apps, Reddit and Spotify. <laughs> what? Oh shit! Is it this blue? Oh yay! Okay. <laughs> ooh, Netflix. Ooh, ooh, is it this one? Ah, ooh, it's that one. Okay. <laughs> I got Snapchat correct. There we go. Lift. Ooh. <laughs> you worked for them, didn't you? Oh, I got that one right. Yeah, too. there you go. I have no idea with Reddit. Not a, not an idea. I, that was wrong. I didn't know. Yeah. See, I, I was Sp- Spotify. Yeah, I messed oh. that one up too. I was like, I don't use Spotify. I know it's a green. Spotify. Oh, but I got it right. Good, good. Facebook Blue. Oh, it's either this one or that one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was the other one. Uh, Yelp. That's the one Did I missed I too. Know? Yeah, I was like, I'm be on Yelp. Got it 
sucked. That's what I did. Okay. <laughs> I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can take this this quiz and see how well you know the app colors. Uh, check out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Until next time, guys. I say peace. She says. Toodles. Bye.